As a parent of young children, especially in this day that we find ourselves, I've learned that their understanding of time is quite limited. It's the age-old parent tale of the family road trip, where every other minute the kids ask, are we there yet? Instead, though, during this time, the questions have been, can we see friends tomorrow? Can we go back to school next week? The question of when is a particularly mesmerizing one to young children. And once I stepped back from being a tired out parent and channeled in Fred Rogers, I realized that this is likely their way of figuring out the concepts of time. Not to mention their way of working through this odd new time of pandemic life we found ourselves in today. In our reading, in the story of Jesus' ascension, the disciples asked a sort of, are we there yet, question. Or as Jill Duffield puts it, they asked a question of when. Jesus has risen from the dead and has been with the disciples, but now is the moment they've been waiting for. Jesus has gathered them together uh, for, for one final teaching, one final moment. Now, the book of Acts was written by Luke as a sequel to his gospel to continue the story of Jesus through his disciples and the early church. And it begins appropriately with the story of Jesus' ascension into heaven, which transitions his ministry from an earthly to a heavenly one. But as Jesus assembles his followers to say goodbye and give final instructions, he seems confounded by their question. Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom of Israel? Think of it as a sort of biblical version of, are we there yet? Now let's unpack this question for a moment. See, the people of Israel for generations had expected a Messiah to come to deliver them, to restore the kingdom of Israel and the golden age of King David. Such a Messiah would be a warrior who would defeat Rome through force. pretty safe to say Jesus' earthly ministry ran at odds with this idea of Messiah. Going all the way to the cross where he suffered, died, and finally rose again, showing his followers that he came to defeat death and everything that stands in God's way of love, justice, and peace. So you can imagine his frustration when he's about to say farewell and his followers ask, is this the time when you'll restore the kingdom of Israel? Good intentions, to be sure, but it seems pretty clear that they're asking the wrong question. They still don't get it. They're still projecting their own idea of who Jesus is, even when he's right there telling them and showing them otherwise. And it's rooted in this, are we there yet, question. In a similar way, Luke's community, some two generations after Jesus, had the question of when Jesus would return. They thought it would be soon. If we're honest with ourselves and our relationship with God, we're often asking the question of when, or are we there yet? When will life get easier? When will I find that dream job? When will I find the one or have kids? And more recently, when will this COVID-19 reality be over and life can get back to normal? These are all fair questions. 
But a deep conversation with God might just reveal another question we should be asking. And the answer to this question is exactly what Jesus' followers are given before he ascends into heaven. So to return to our story, Jesus responds to the disciples' question. Now, he doesn't condemn or criticize his followers for asking it by any means. He simply says, it's not for you to know the times or periods the Father has set by his own authority. Then he gives them a promise. And it's a promise that completely reframes their question. He says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes. And you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. A, a small detail happens here between Luke and Acts. The, God, the followers of Jesus undergo a name change that's pretty easy to overlook. They go from being called the disciples, in other words, the students, to being called the apostles, which comes from the Greek word meaning to be sent out. So they're no longer students, rather they have been sent out to be Jesus' witnesses. Here Jesus reframes his followers' question from, when is this the time, to how. How can we be your witnesses? How can we faithfully live as your church, sharing your grace, love, and peace? Friends, the good news here is that Jesus' plan is far greater than our own. God's timeline may be impossible for us to discern, but we know that God's plan of redeeming the brokenness of this world always transcends our understanding or even our biggest dreams. Rather than tell his apostles when, he gives them a glimpse of how, of how they can be his witnesses. They're never left alone, but are given the Holy Spirit to continue his ministry. As he ascends, they gaze heavenward. To the, uh, as, they, as he ascends, the, the apostles, they gaze up. They look up heavenward. And the angel comes and brings them right back with this convicting question. Why are you looking up? Or in other words, why are you still asking the question of when? Instead, go. Go out looking forward, knowing that God's Spirit will guide, comfort, and empower you always to be Christ's witnesses. In our lesson this morning, Jesus prepares his apostles to live in the uncertain times, in between Christ's ascension and his return. And friends, this is the same time we're still living in today between Christ's ascension and his return. And just as Jesus tells his apostles, we too have been given the Holy Spirit, and we too are called to be Christ's witnesses. We may not know the timing of God's plan of redemption, but we know that Christ calls us to be his witnesses to the very time and place we're in now. This moves us from asking questions of when to also asking questions of how. While we'll keep asking when can things go back to normal, perhaps this story challenges us to also ask, how are we being called to be Christ's witnesses in such a time as this? Perhaps instead of going to church, the ascended Jesus is calling us to be the church 
here and now, even in this virtual, physically distant time? How can we be Christ's church for this time and place we have been called into? How can we be his witnesses in this weary, uncertain world? Like these apostles, friends, we'll still have unanswered questions, to be sure. And it's okay to ask these questions, these when questions of God. Because such questions, even when they go unanswered, can draw us closer to God. But we are also reminded of the gift of God's Spirit to give us comfort and peace in this in-between uncertain time. So friends, may we go rejoicing in the power and love of our ascended Lord that together we may boldly be his witnesses for such a time as this. May it be so, friends.